a lot of great programming coming up, including at 1 o'clock today, right after the live lunch, our very own Mark Zomick is going to host the stunt show. And today he has put together a uh, an amazing group of people to discuss high holiday liturgy. Mark Zomick, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How'd you come up with this idea? Um, there are two th- two reasons that convert two things that converge to create this idea. The first is, um, I think if you walk in tomorrow night, ninety nine point nine nine percent of anybody doing any Yom Kippur service, you're going to hear Kalnadre, just like Neil Diamond sang it in the jazz, <laughs> and that's what you're going to expect, and that's what everyone's going to get. And at the same time. Just like you or I, who davened uh, on Rosh Hashanah for the Umad, pick certain more modern tunes to sing for the Putim, right? There's a continuum, continuum that we all see, we don't necessarily realize, that from Kol Nidre, which no one's going to touch, all the way to, you know, V'yayasayu Kalavadecha, which, you know, every shul is going to do differently, um, there's a continuum, and I'm always fascinated by by where people draw the lines and, you know, well, how could you touch this? You know, you talk to, I talked to Sherwood Goffin, and, well, you can't change the Nusach for Kedush on Yom Kippur, and then someone's going to sing something for the Nusach for Kedush on Yom Kippur. Yeah, from some brand new Shalshalas album. So. Exactly, or this whole past, <laughs> this past Shabbos, I actually had a long conversation with a guy who did a daidi daidi dai for Shachras Kedusha. I said, this is... You know, must I Timloch but see on I mean you can't just sing a Daidi Dai song to as we're praying for the you know, we're remembering for the destruction of the of of, of Yerushalayim and, and, and praying for its rebuilding. And I think that but for a lot of people that's just that's just fine. By the way, as an addendum just for a second, uh, in addition to Kol Nidre, I guess the only other areas that are quote unquote untouched, like you described, would be Kaddish and maybe the beginning of Shmon Esra. Although maybe you would say they're, they are touched by a lot of people at this point. Well, first of all, look, depending on what Kaddishes you're talking about, there are people, you know, you'll argue people insist this is the right Kaddish before Moses, right. that's the right Kaddish right. before Moses. But um, there true. is um, uh, the Nigun Yashan, which is for Kiddush, that everybody's familiar with, or which is the same Nisuch um, for Akdamas, um, is, is like the oldest traceable Nisuch, and, and those are the kinds of things. But I would think that, again, if you, and I'm going to ask, you know, Chazan Rekhaznitsky today, I would, I would think that if you asked somebody who understood the history of Nusach and where it came from, they would argue that Kedusha for Musaf on Yom Kippur, or right. Kedusha for Musaf Yom, Yom Naran, which is Shachos um, on, on, on Yom Kippur 2, you know, the Mimkomo, uh, that is not something that you play with. Right. Uh, Mark Zamek is with us. One o'clock today, a live presentation of the Stun Show discussing high holiday liturgy. Who's on the panel this afternoon? Um, well, so we have a few. I have a co-host, Harold Geller, who's been opening my eyes to, you know, to other, you know, again, it comes down to me. The, the other part of the idea is, you know, tefillah speaks to many people. I mean, for those of us who, who, are, who interact with tefillah every day, um, you know, when I read this morning, we read at the end of Slichos. It's actually pretty much the last. You know, today is the last big day right. of Slichos before Yom Kippur. And, um, in fact, I'm convinced Art Scroll only extends the extra day to get 100 slichos. If you look in the Art Scroll, there are literally 100 slichos. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> only you would know that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so uh, so the, the, ba- the last slicha we say this morning was the sl- same, really, as the last slicha we say at an ELA. It's repeated, right? 
And it which is may it be your will that though that you will hear our, the sounds of our weeping, that you that you take our tears and fill your flask permanently, and that you rescue us from all decree evil decrees, and that you alone Right for you alone, we're we're asking for this. Right, you're, 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 we can only look to you to do this. Right, so for for those of us who sort of let's call it get fila, I mean, I don't care what tune you sing with that. I don't care whether you read the words in English or Hebrew. That resonates, right? But we also have to acknowledge that we, for whom that resonates with or without any kind of tune, are in the extraordinary minority of those people who pray at all, and certainly those people who pray on Yom Kippur. So my, the, 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 the discussion today really is, what, you know, what are other people doing to help people connect with tefillah the way, for some of it, it, come, it comes more natural? Yeah, and for what you just described, keep in mind, again, as Mark said, everybody, the majority of people who are in synagogue on Yom Kippur are generally not in synagogue, so... Correct. And, and look, you know, we've all read these articles and blogs and people are writing in the Jewish League all over, people who are going through the motions, right. who are 100% observant. But, just, but, and, but it's something about Yom Kippur where we, look, we all, for those of us, again, who go through Yom Kippur, I feel, you know, at the end of Neila, a weight lifted all off my shoulders, right? I, it, it's a cleansing process that's extraordinarily meaningful for people. So, uh, so in my discussions with Harold over the years and over time, certainly, I'm always fascinated by... You know, let's call them more performance right. type um, philos. Right, trying to get the people's heart in that way. Correct. How are we going to connect? It's all right. an effort for people to connect. I mean, really, it's not just because I'm bored by davening. I don't. I think I'm really very much down the kavshus where people who are looking just looking to make a connection with a tefillah. And so we've so Harold um, has a relationship with Josh Nelson, who, you know. Lo and behold, many of our listeners wouldn't know is extraordinarily popular. Oh yeah, um, in you know in the in the Jewish music community. Um, that, and on the on the other side, I've asked you know Benny Ragusnitsky, who many of our listeners know, who's in the Parky Synagogue, who is at the even though he's you know young, more modern, Chazan, very traditional Nusach, you know. And in the middle, I thought it was interesting to to bring in Zalman Blasek, who <laughs> most people know. Um, as the musical director for the Folks Bina Yiddish Theater. You're including a legend in today's lineup. Correct, but I asked Zalman for two reasons. Number one, Zalman has done some of these other services on Rosh Hashanah. Right. But Zalman also sits next to me in shul. <laughs> right? So he is certainly on a regular Shabbos basis. He's just as comfortable in an Orthodox traditional shul setting as he is in these, let's call them, more modern less traditional settings, and I thought he would be the interesting bridge to have that discussion. I'm laughing because Erev Rosh Hashanah, I, uh, I spoke with Dudu Fisher, and I had told him that I played his Ayom Tam Tzenu from his Prayers on Broadway CD, right. and I said, you know, for anybody who doesn't know Broadway, it really, really sounds like a Yom Narayim, though, so, you know? <laughs> right, look, I do the same thing. I mean, we've discussed, you know, what tunes you pick for davening, and so the tune I've been using for Yalatach Nenu on Friday night for the past few years is not an original Jewish song. Now, for me, and certainly for my kids who force me to do it now every year, um, it, it fits to the mood. And for those people who don't know the song, people have come up to me, oh, what niggin was that, or whatever. You know, it, 
it, it, for me, if it fits and it resonates with the words and with the theme and, you know, and with the tone of the davening, I'm comfortable doing it. But like you say, if you don't know it's a right. Broadway tune, it's not, you know, it's... It, you know, one of the that's the whole Arab Shoshanim discussion, right. right? One of the most high, yeah, of course, with uh, with Shabbos Musaf. Right. One of the for many people, right? One of the uh, one of the high, uh, high points of the Yom Kippur service is Yale. All right, so, uh, so okay, so Olo, did we did we cover all the reasons why the show is taking place? I know I you started. We covered all the reasons why the show is taking place because you started with saying that there were two things that converge. I wanted to make sure to get the both of them. Right, I got it. them both in. It's the, it's the it's the range of Nusach and what can we do to inspire people. Um, coming up between one and two o'clock Eastern time, it'll be live, which means you will be paying attention to the NSN app for any comments, right? Right. Absolutely. You'll be watching the app. I'm sure you'll give out an email address, maybe Facebook. Absolutely. Communication throughout the show. And you need si- who can't listen can listen afterwards. Right. right. You need six sets of eyes now to do a radio show because you have to keep your eyes on every one of these uh, avenues of social media. And yet, that's correct. If, they, if anybody misses it today, it'll be up there. You could listen to it at any point and, um, and enjoy. It should be very. You've put together an amazing panel. It should be very interesting. I look forward to a singulator on today. It, it, it is my hope that it will be interesting, and I just, you know, and, and to give the plug to the next show, you should know in just 10 seconds, Charlie Harari, along with David Lieberman, changed my Yom Kippur forever two years ago when they talked about the power of forgiveness and how, how uh, you know, my words now, how ridiculously hypocritical it is for all of us to go into Yom Kippur asking God to forgive us when we aren't mad at the guy sitting next to us in shul because he took our parking spot. And um, and it's tremendously liberating and freeing, especially while you're going through the Yom Kippur davening and connecting with it. It's just another way to connect to the davening to realize that we can't ask him with a capital H to forgive us if we are not willing just to forgive. Well, they don't have to ask you. You don't have to. Uh, whatever it is. So you're alluding to the fact that at 6 p.m. tonight, Erev yep. Yom Kippur will get off to a really good start. I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Charlie Harari tonight. Ohel presents a special edition of Book of Life live, 6 p.m. Eastern time on our stream tonight, jmnam.org. I, uh, in addition to speaking to Ohel folks who are doing inspiring work all year round, he will no doubt have his uh, own take on Yom Kippur, maybe even include some of the things Mark just alluded to. Should be very interesting and a great way to kick off Erev Yom Kippur. That is tonight starting at 6 p.m. Eastern time on our stream at jmnam.org. We have a full slate of amazing stuff going on today, I'm proud to say. All right, Mark, thank you. We look forward to 1 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, what are you serving for lunch? Uh, that's a surprise. Okay, good. And uh, I wish you a gemar chasimatova. Happy, healthy, and sweet new year. And to all the listeners, thank you now. I appreciate that. Thursday morning broadcast, this is JM in the AM. <laughs>